Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty, Kelly Sander, Dalton Stanford from the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. As Kelly does his best, uh, Dixie Darling. Dixie Darling. You know how when I the, always when say the, it's an air traffic control. When the music's playing, you know how they do the arms like that, and right. then I don't know. Here comes this part. Are you gonna roll? And out. Thank goodness you don't look like any Dixie Darling. <laughs> Just don't Darling do any ever, high so. kicks and scars, please. <laughs> Opening segment of the show today is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, a proud supporter of Southern Miss and the Eagle Hour. You can enjoy their fall-off-the-bone ribs, hickory smoked brisket. I had that Sunday, Kelly, by the way. Very good. And all kinds of fresh smoked meats and uh, great desserts. Just a great place to eat. They cater any event, large or small. You can always sit back and let Dickie's do the cook. Excellent brisket. Excellent. The problem when I go to Dickie's, though, it's like I'm a llama. Isn't it? Isn't aren't llamas the animals that once they start eating, they don't even know when to stop? They can't stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's How my many problem. How bowls of that ice cream have you gone before they finally said, "Mr. Santer"? The ice cream is a courtesy. It's not an entitlement. Well, that's not exactly what they say. <laughs> they usually say, Mr. Sanner, are you going to order anything? <laughs> You're going to have to start paying for the mix. That's Kelly. right. You're going to have to start paying for the ice cream. All right, <laughs> All right Brad Smith, the Senior Associate Athletic Director, is going to be joining us a little later in the show. But our first guest today, we're very excited about having her on the Eagle Hour. She's really one of our very favorite people. Wendy Hogue surprised us all last week when she resigned as the softball coach at Southern Miss after a really great five-year stint, and she graciously comes on the Eagle Hour. And, Coach, we're very happy to have you on the show. Well, Bob, I'm, I, I appreciate you allowing me to be on there. Uh, enjoy talking with you guys and interacting with the fans, uh, for sure. So glad to do it. Thanks for having me. Well, you've always been one of our very favorite guests, and I, and I say that with, with total honesty. I also have to tell you with uh, a lot of honesty that I was really disappointed to hear about your decision to resign and surprised. Do you mind sharing with our listeners around the state uh, what what prompted you to make that decision, Coach? Well, you know, it's um, it's one of those things that um, sometimes you just know, and sometimes you. you uh, it comes down to family for me, um, and I have really, really struggled with this because I love Southern Miss. I love what I do. I love competing. I, I love coaching, and uh, you know, Southern Miss is just a really good place to be. Um, and there's so so many things, but um, you know, and I knew when I signed on to this job that that it, it would take lots of time and 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 i knew that and as a family we we were ready for that you know my kids at the time were, were nine and two and uh, and and they were able to um you know travel with us a good bit uh you know my husband uh, his job allowed him he only worked four days a week so when we would go on conference trips a lot of times that most of the time they would be there and um you know, and it's just changed over the years because now all of a sudden my little girl's in high school and she has she's involved in every sport there is, and 
And so, uh, you know, she's playing those so they can't travel. And then now my little boy is now seven, and, and he's doing the same thing. And it was just, this year was really the first year that, you know, it just really, uh, he has some, uh, without going into a lot of issues, um, uh, he and my son has some health issues. And it was just really hard being away this year and uh, just, just missing so much. And um, unfortunately, in order for me to do my job to the best of my ability here for Southern Miss, it's... You know, I have to be away from the family a lot. So, um, you know, there's a verse in the Bible um, that says uh, there, there's a time to seek and, and a time to lose. And in order to seek more time uh, with my family and be more present with, with my children, uh, that the good Lord's blessed me with, I have to lose my time here at Southern. And it certainly was not an easy decision. And um, a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer. These these girls, this program, man, they mean so much. And and uh, I thought we were going to talk about our singers. I know I was going to get all upset and emotional again. So, uh, but anyway, it, it was not a decision that that, that was just hey, I, I, you know, I think I'll go. It was it was it was something that certainly weighed heavily on my heart and, and on my mind for a long time. And, and our family's been in prayer about it for for a long time. But you, um, you know, it's it's one thing if you stink. If your team was terrible, but they weren't. <laughs> no, they were good. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like, really? You know, somebody told me uh, just yesterday, they were like, you know, only three games from, three wins from 500. I was like, what? And you know how competitive I am. I thought, man, we lost by one run and so and so. We should have hit this, and I could have mm-hmm. done this. And right. I started going back, you know, all that. But it was, it, what what a great place to be that that, that when, I, when I am walking away, man, it is in, Somebody, and not saying somebody's going to walk into a gold mine, but man, the, everything that we've worked so hard, the humps that we've worked so hard to get over these past few years, um, was finally to the point where we can turn the page on that. Let's move forward. Let's, you know, good things happen. And it was, um, but it's, it, it's, it's time for me to go. You know, for this season of life, I'm not saying I'm done coaching. Uh, I'm certainly not done coaching, but um, I don't know. For this season of life, um, this, this is best for for the Hogue family, for it, sure. It is interesting. Anybody who has made a transition in their life, you know, from one job to another or in relationships or so on, you do seem to have a, a peace about it and a calm about it that you don't even necessarily know what's ahead of you. You just know that there is something ahead of you and that this was, you know, the, the right decision. Uh, absolutely, Kelly. And, it, and it's just, you know, um, there's... Uh, you know, God's way bigger than we are, and, and um, you know, I've, I've got faith. I've said all my life, my faith and my family are the two most important things, and um, really, really had to step out on faith when when I accepted this job. You know, when I left my first job to go to William Carey, when I left William Carey to come here, but God hasn't failed us yet, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I certainly don't think um, that he will this time either. So there, there is certainly a peace um and and there are some there were there were quite a few other um, options. I don't know how people know when it's year five on your contract and and all those things. But you know I've been getting a lot of calls and, and uh, contacts for for probably four or five months now. But um, you know and, and just really and certainly um, had the option to stay here. Love Jeremy McLean. Oh my goodness. Um, whoever is coming in is going to have a wonderful athletic director to work for. Um, just administration's in a really good place here. Um, but I, um, in, in weighing through lots of, of different options, weighing and, and praying through them, we, 
I feel like I know the direction our family's going to go in. In the world's eyes, Kelly, it's, it's going to seem like I'm taking a gigantic step backwards, but man, what a huge step forward we're taking with our family. No, I totally get that. I, I should, yeah. having, having lost a wife 20 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of the decisions I've made, it was all based on family. And I tell people all the time um, that because I put my family first, I really feel like God put me in places where I needed to be. Right. It, to put it kind of yeah. in layman's terms, he got me into that mess, all right, where my wife died prematurely, and he'll get me out of that mess, a- and he has. Oh, yeah. But you talked about the, com- the competitive juices that you still have, mm-hmm. but, but obviously at the college level, whether it's NAIA, NCAA, it is a grind. Is it reasonable to assume that if you do continue to coach somewhere down the road that you might investigate, say, high school softball or something <laughs> along those lines? Well, um, let's, um, I don't want to say too much right now, but that there are certainly uh-huh. no recruiting involved uh-huh. at the high school level. <laughs> and there's, uh, you know, there, there would certainly be more time to spend with uh, my children at, at the right. high school level. So I think that may be an option. That Did you want to break any news while you're on the show with us, Coach? Uh, no, sir. Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Put, put this in perspective for our listeners, Coach, and we're going to get to your seniors, I promise. We're going to keep you a while if you're willing to stay. But yes, sir. people see you on the field coaching, and I guess the assumption is, oh, well, that's her job. But kind of put into perspective, how many hours a week is involved in being a Division One softball coach? Mm. Oh, gosh. It is. Um, okay, so th- this is just an example. Um, you know, we, we certainly thought we were going to go a little further in the conference tournament than, than we did. Uh, upset in that first game was, was not how any of us drew that up and. um it's, but as soon as that game was over, I immediately started thinking. Um, now, I, I, I knew the news was coming on because, um, uh, you know, I thought, well, if this happens, I'm going to have to tell them here. And if it doesn't, you know, so I had, but my thought would have immediately been, okay, this, I've got to get on the road. I've got to get this high school playoff is going on, this JUCO tournament's going on, this, you know, it just goes from one thing to, to the next um so i would have been all last weekend all this week we would have certainly been out actively recruiting even though there's other division one <laughs> softball programs you know still playing uh, mm-hmm. it would have to be scholastic it wouldn't be you know travel tournaments and also so that's a constant that that never stops um you know we leave practice uh, um the day so they, they they left at 6 a.m we, we leave practice around 6 p.m um on my way home, I'm making calls to recruits. When I get home, I usually speak to the kids just a little bit, and then, you know, your phone has to. And, and this is part of it, and it, and I, you gotta love it, but it is a grind. But the, recruiting these days takes so much time because you have to be on social media, you you have to look for things, you have to talk with people, you have to assure that everything is still good. So, I, I, it's easy to say 16, 18 hours a day. Gosh. You're doing what needs to be done, if you're doing it the right way. All right. Hang on during the break, okay? We're going to let you talk yes, about your seniors and your kids when we come back. We're talking uh, to Wendy Hogue, who just, just recently resigned as the head softball coach at Southern Miss. And we'll continue on the other side of the break with Coach Hogue.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour, everybody. Glad you were with us this afternoon. Kelly Bob at Dalton from the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. On the road next Wednesday and Thursday at the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. Uh, that soiree being sponsored by First Bank, and we greatly appreciate them uh, helping us get down there every year. Very excited. Two-hour broadcast next Wednesday, and then our normal hour next Thursday from MGM Park uh, in Biloxi, and we look very forward to that. This segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Uh, biggest selection of Southern Miss apparel, school books, merchandise for your house, you name it. If it's got Southern Miss on it, they sell it at Campus Bookmart. And uh, you can shop around the state at campusbookmart.net. The biggest selection of the biggest shirts. You know that. That have the Southern Miss logo on it. I can relate to you there, Kelly. Yeah. We're talking to our our friend who's been a wonderful friend of our program, Wendy Hogue. Uh, I guess it's hard to say this, but former softball coach at Southern Miss. And uh, uh, Coach Hogue's been sharing her thoughts with us about what was a difficult decision. All right, Coach. Now, we're not going to – we don't want you to – be put in a position by us that you you're feeling emotional or uncomfortable. So uh, I think we I think we know why you why you resigned. Yeah, uh, re- recruiting stinks. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, right, you you've all but there, revealed there definitely good things with it as well. Right, so I, don't, I don't take that wrong. Now you still have 15 minutes if you want to break the news on the show. You just jump right in and tell us. Okay, is it PCS? Is it Oak Grove? Where? <laughs> where? <laughs> Listen to you. Listen at you. No, sir. We'll we'll we'll, we'll sit on that a little bit longer. All right, coach. Talk to me about the three kids that were your seniors this year and what they meant to you during your tenure there. Oh, gosh. Um, let's start with, uh, well, you know what? Let's save Samantha Fout for last. Speaking let's, of let's, Oak Grove, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's go with uh, Sarah Van Shike. All right. Sarah Van Shike has, um, you know, she was here two years. She she started her career at Ole Miss and, and then transferred here. And man, what, a, what a blessing she has been to our program. And this year, you know, Sarah just kind of, um, it was, Sarah came here to, obviously to play, but to, to help out with catching. You know, Pop was uh, the only catcher we had, and, 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 and we'll talk about the fact she called every single pitch that was thrown this season. Uh, but Sarah came in and, and, and was a catcher, and, and catcher first baseman, big hitter, and uh, we thought she would do some catching, but she had an injury. You know, she was injured at Ole Miss. She came in um, and, and was good to go for us and then ended up having a – a, a broken ankle, uh, so that kept her. She she had to DP a good bit last year. Was was able to play first, but wasn't able to catch for us. And then had surgery on that. Came back, and then this year had some had some back issues, and just uh, wasn't able to to get behind the plate. Shoot up and get behind the plate. But Sarah Vanshaw played every single game for us at first base this year, and just uh, was, was a great leader for us there. So her her ability to lead and play and and. Um, uh, she, man, what, what a great player she was! So, so when she transferred from Ole Miss to Southern Miss, did she have to give her Camaro back? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I'm, I, I'm kidding. I'm she, she, the, the stipulation was she only had to stay there two years and she could keep it. Oh, okay, but, okay, uh, gotcha. <laughs> you okay. guys are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, but then, okay, so let's talk about another SEC transfer, mm. Chase Nelson. When Chase came in from uh, Missouri. Um, you know, she was. She came in her sophomore year. Chase is what that kid we thought we had out of high school, and then uh, ended up going SEC. And 
And uh, so Chase has just been that player uh, that this year everybody called her mom. You know, she was, she was the mom of the team. That's another kid who started every game for us and just did a did a really good job. Those, those seniors led us in, in, a, in a lot of categories. But Chase was, uh, man, just so uh, invaluable to us because the younger players just, just cling to her. She, she's such a magnet for them. Any type of, you know, when you have – 22, 18, and 22-year-olds around, and, and they're all female. There's going to be a little bit of drama every now and then. But, but man, Chase did a great job of, of, of handling those some of those team issues that, as a staff, we've had to deal with in the past. But, man, these seniors this year just really stepped up and not only got it done on the field, but all the off-the-field things. They, they just did things the right way. And, um, you know, and then, of course, Samantha Powell. Uh, that's a... Uh, that's not just a Southern Miss softball Hall of Fame kid. That's uh, he was actually one of ten students inducted into the Hall of Fame here at the university, and to uh, to shoulder the load like she has for for forty years. And like I said, this year she she caught every single pitch. She caught bullpens. We had four brand new pitchers. Uh, you know, she was certainly a a huge piece of the success that our pitching staff. You know, pitching staff led Conference USA for the first time since uh, Courtney Blake and and all those folks were here, but. Uh, you know Samantha Papp, and uh, she, she had a, a big hand in that, and certainly Kayla Watkins, our pitching coach, and, and and four talented pitchers can do that for you as well. But but uh, but Papp just um, you know she's one of those that that she came in here to to leave her mark on the program, and, and man, she absolutely did. All three seasons did. I'm I'm so proud of them, and I'm very thankful that I, I was had the opportunity to to be their coach while they were here. Wendy Hogue is with us, former, former, and we, it hurts us to say that, former <laughs> Southern Miss uh, softball coach. I want to talk a little bit, uh, Coach Hogue, about the transition from the NAIA to NCAA, and I have okay. a son that played NCAA and then played, then played NAIA. You did it the other way around. And one of the things that my son was was very that was impressed upon him as experiencing both the NCAA and the NAIA is that the talent level – in his opinion, of course, he's playing baseball, but he said the talent level is very comparable. You know, that there's a lot of really good NAIA players. People think that all the studs are in the NCAA, but he said, man, there were some really good ones in the NAIA. Your thoughts? Absolutely. I mean, I would have taken those those carry teams for, and not just carry, gosh, Oklahoma City, uh, University of Mobile, but those, those, those top 10, 15 schools in the NAIA, um, I I mean, I'll, I'll take my, my 2010, 2011, and certainly my 2014 teams from Cary, and, and I think they would fit right in here in, in Conference USA and, and compete. Um, it's just a, it, it's a different, um, it's a different mindset, Kelly, and, and I don't know if in six, eight, ten minutes we, we can really get into that, but yes, you, you have, it's, um, you know, the, the grind that you talk about that is such a, a privilege to be a part of at the Division One level, it's not quite as intense uh, at, at the NAI level for, for the players. So we had kids who would come in when I was at Cary with Division One offers and some really good Division One offers, but they, they, they didn't want everything that that entailed. Um, some of our, our best athletes were at Cary, and they were dual sport athletes. You can't really do that. We've had some here at Southern Miss baseball football guys, but um, for the females, you just don't have a lot of dual sport athletes at, at the Division One level. And uh, and so kids who really have fallen in love with two different sports, they're able to do that at NAI. So it's just a different 
he's different. Different's not not better. It's not worse. It's it's just there. There's certainly apples to, to oranges, but yeah. the caliber of athletes. Yes, I get um, that because because my son was saying that the NCAA guys are really cutthroat. But he said at the NAIA, some guys were playing. You could tell they really enjoyed the game. It was much more much more relaxed atmosphere than. Uh, well, it, yeah, it's absolutely more, and and that is not um, you know that's not because of which I can only speak for my staff here. That's not because of the coaches and. And and but man, the the guidelines for for NCAA and they're in place because they have to be. But you know everything here has to be so measured. You know you're only up four hours a day, and then you've got kids who who want to hit. We've got kids. Gosh, Samantha Pat would hit for six hours a day if we would allow her to. So you know so would Van Chike. But they have you know there's so many regulations that the NCAA has has a place that NAI doesn't necessarily have to abide by those. You know, if a kid wants to come out and hit and wants a coach to come hit in the month of December, then you can go do that. Here, you, you can't. Um, and that's a good thing um, because they're, they're protecting, you know, the athlete. Right. But at the same time, there's a lot of, lot of relations. You have to work extremely hard to develop the relationships. And, and that's, for me, that's why I'm in it. Um, not, not to win ball games. I love doing that. But it's, it's, it's the bond, the relationships that you can build with the players. And uh, that's a little tougher to do at Division One than it is at NAIA, but it's certainly not impossible. And, man, we've, we've, we've built some really good ones these last five years, for sure. All right, Coach, are you are you still at the school, or was your resignation immediate? I mean, are you still? No, I, I am. That's a good question, because um, I'm, I'm here through the end of June. My contract runs okay. through uh, June, and we've got, you know, again, just because the season's over, there's still some responsibilities and, and, and some tasks that, that need to be uh, oh, taken care of here. Now, they have started looking for the next coach. I think they started that immediately. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. but I'll be around uh, for the next right. next few weeks, for sure. All right. Now, Coach, you have our phone number, so when you yes, get ready sir. to make the announcement, <laughs> we would be really disappointed if you didn't call us and let us put you on the show to make the announcement. Wendy, would, oh, would, you want, would you want any input as to who your successor would be? Oh gosh, I, I, I would want it selfishly. Of course, I would want it, but it, that I, I don't know that I certainly don't merit that. So um, I mean, I know, know it's I, not I, your call, I but be still, able to tell them what 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 a great place they're coming into and, and, and what they're inheriting. But wow. um, so yeah, I'd love some. Yeah, what they're inheriting, Bob, a winning team. What the right, no question record, lots uh, of records well, were no set question, this year. Uh, I mean. So, yeah, let's let's say that real quick. Most wins since two thousand four, longest winning streak this year since two thousand. All because of you, Coach. No, not me. Surround yourself with good people, and good things will happen. Well, look, Thanks thank you, me, thank guys. you so much for being on the show, and uh, we like you very, very much, and want you to know you're welcome here anytime. If you need anything, call me. If except for money, then you call Bob. <laughs> that, that sounds like a plan. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Wendy Hogue, everybody, one. on the Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Glad you're with us around the state this afternoon on the Super Talk Radio Network. Bob Kelly and Dalton from the First Bank Studio 
in Hattiesburg, broadcasting the Tuesday edition of the Eagle Hour. Our thanks to Wendy Hogue for joining us uh, in the first couple of segments of the show. A great conversation with a really great lady. And I'll tell you what, Kelly, she uh, she leads with her head, I hope, held high because she, uh, she did really well. And again, you, when you put your family first and you're a believer... Right. Uh, I, I can't help but think that great things are right. even more great things are still to come. Speaking of believing, Kelly and I really believe in this sponsor, Fourth Street Bar and Grill. We believe in those uh, big sub sandwiches that they serve down there. And tell them about the lunch, Kelly. Well, you know, Bob, just for for eight ninety five, and uh-huh. today, well, actually Thursday, it's the big uh, pork chop. But you right. get a nice grilled, uh, th- real thick uh, pork chop, uh, and your your drink is included in that eight ninety five. You can sit up at the bar. You can sit at a table, whatever you like. But every day they have a lunch special. They've got trivia on Thursday night. Sometimes it's on Tuesday. They've got all the pool tables there. Southern Miss memorabilia that you can uh, peruse. And everybody's everybody's friend at 4th Street uh, Bar and Grill, right in the shadow of uh, M.M. Roberts Stadium. And if they're listening today, we're more than willing to come back. Uh, Uh, We 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 broadcast during lunch, and uh, it would be our pleasure uh, to come back, just in case you'd like to have us, right? Slade, Mark's probably listening right now. (laughs) Brad Smith is an associate athletic director at the University of Southern Mississippi. He's our next guest on the Eagle Hour, and we're glad to have him. Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'll just listen to you guys talk about those lunch specials. You got me hungry right now. Yeah, that's a great place to eat. If you haven't been there, we uh, we strongly recommend it. All right, sure. uh, we want to talk to you about football sales, but before we do, uh, I understand there's a promotion taking place tonight at Pete Taylor Park you wanted to mention. Yeah, uh, Southern Miss Baseball hosts Troy tonight at 6 p.m. It's a game that uh, – Earlier on in the year in February, it was postponed due to rain. It was supposed to be scheduled at uh, in Pearl and Trustmark Park, but we've rescheduled it to tonight. And it's not a part of your season ticket package. If you're a, a baseball season ticket holder, it's not a part of the package. So we want to make sure that we got that message out and that uh, fans will need to purchase a ticket tonight. But what we're doing is we're offering um, the official rally bike ticket and T-shirt package for $20, where you can get the official rally bike T-shirt, and the ticket to the game for 20 bucks. And what's kind of significant about the rally bike is, but you guys probably know more about this than I do, but the, the history and tradition, there's so many different ones that Southern Miss Baseball, one of them is the rally bike. And it just so happens that, um, you know, the rally bike came came to be uh, during the, the champion, Conference USA uh, baseball championship game back in 2016 when um, the four-man relay chain to throw out the runner against Rice to uh, keep the tying run from, from, from crossing the plate. And legend has it that the rally bike was used out there in the roost, and they were riding the rally bike, and all this stuff happened, and they came back and won and all that. So the, the rest is history. So we're commemorating that with this special rally bike shirt, and it's got the actual bike on the T-shirt. And, and so uh, we've been selling them at several different games. But tonight's the night that we want to make sure that we sell them and get them out in fans' hands. Right, and we also want to point out, too, it's a little different this week. Uh, the The baseball team will be back Thursday night, playing Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday afternoon, as well as a Tuesday night game. So a really busy week, uh, obviously, at Pete Taylor Park. All right, I know, too, that you guys have already started the process of, of looking ahead to football season, and obviously the goal every year is to sell as many uh, season tickets as, as you can. What can you share with our listeners about ticket availability and uh, what is the best way for them to purchase football tickets? 
Of course, you know, our football season tickets are on sale now. Um, we have a lofty goal this year of, if you guys haven't seen this slogan yet, you will. Um, it's, you know, it's pack to rock, hashtag 30K five times. Um, and that goes in, in coincide with our five home games that we have this year. And it's, you know, it's to kind of take away from a lot of people are saying, well, we only have five home games this year. Well, I look at it a little bit differently. You have five opportunities to watch Division One football in your backyard. So we want to make sure that we fill up the rock for all five games um, th- this season. And season tickets are on sale now. They're doing very well so far. Uh, renewal rates are up. Uh, we also have uh, seen several uh, hundred new season ticket ho- holders as well as part of this. Um, you can call um, 1-800-TICKET-OFFICE uh, number as well and get that or also go on southernmiss.com and in order your tickets that way as well. Um, so really going well and uh, looking forward to more people joining and jumping on board with us. The, the layperson that might be just sitting at home, Brad, going, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get my tickets, you know, on an individual basis or, you know, each game I'll get a walk-up ticket or whatever. But there is a right. significance. There is a significance about season ticket sales that the, that the average fan may not know about. Why is it so much more important that you buy season tickets rather than walk-up business? There just there is a savings compared to to, to to instead of buying individual game tickets is by, by buying the season ticket. There's also that same seat that you have as well that you have um, regardless if you come or not. Um, there's an opportunity as well to um, to give your tickets to a community member or somebody a civic group or, or or someone in your neighborhood that when you can't come out to the game you can use that ticket and you can trade it and keep people out to the game as well that way. So there's a significance um, and plus the numbers that we're trying to reach um, to be on par with some of the other Conference USA schools um, in the area and and of course I know our fans will come out and and be a part of that the fun that we're trying to to, the message that we're trying to relay to all the fans here in the area. But those Um, season ticket sales too though Brandon that kind of help you guys determine internally you know what your numbers are going to be in scholarship monies and things like that that's the rock solid money that you're counting on is season ticket sales. It is. That's a, another resource that's added um, with our bottom line to kind of help us move the needle and, and, and move forward to be uh, the, the top-tier elite Division One program that we all want to be. And I, and I know our alums will come out and step up to the plate for that. All right, Brad, tell us, uh, review for our listeners the, the home slate this year for football. Right. So we have our home opener is August 31st against Alcorn State. That's going to be our gold out game, so we're encouraging everyone to wear gold. Um, it's also going to be a uh, since that's close to the kickoff um, for all the schools, a back to school bash. Um, with we're doing a, a ticket special, a ten dollar ticket special for um, all the and, elementary school kids and middle school kids. And you know, because uh, it's August thirty first, it'll be sunny and seventy degrees. Yeah, that'll be, <laughs> that'll be California weather. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, game times. I can't mention the game times yet. They're coming out pretty soon. Um, but uh, we'll have the five home games there, and then uh, September twenty eighth, we host UTEP after being on the road for three games. Um, That'll be a band day. We have a lot of our band, local bands and area coming out for that. It's also will be our first responders game as well. So we'll have some more um, information about that coming out. Um, October 12th is homecoming. Um, so we want to make sure that uh, you haven't been back to a game a while in a while. All the alums come out for that. And uh, on November 9th. And who's the homecoming game against, Brian? So it's North Texas. Okay, okay. And then on November 9th, we host UAB. 
Um, that's our salute to armed forces or our military appreciation games. We've got a different wrinkle we're going to do this year at halftime to recognize our, our service men and women. And then our final home football game is November 23rd. It's senior day. We play WKU. That'll be our, our blackout or our lights out theme, if you will. So, mm-hmm. um, so there'll be some more information coming out about that as well. Actually, Brad, I have to correct you with all due respect. That will not be the last game of the year. I was about to say, Brad, about the conference championship. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, I, I love your guys' optimism. Absolutely, we're, we're planning on hosting it again. So, and let's I just do it, you know? while we're talking about season tickets, and here's something: if you're a business owner, okay, we all we all understand how important it is for the Southern Miss athletic program to flourish. If you're a business owner, maybe you don't even have roots at Southern Miss. All right, why not buy some season tickets and right. give them to clients? Right. You know, again, this is money that the athletic department is counting on so that they can, you know, for scholarships and so on. Buy the tickets. We want you to go, right? But even if you can't, you've got clients. You've got business friends that you yeah. know that would love to go. And, and Kelly, how much does the university do for business owners here in this community? What would Hattiesburg be without the University of Southern Mississippi? The problem is, Bob, they don't know. Yeah. All right. right. But because if I Southern Miss, good idea. Yeah, if something happens to Southern Miss, if things go south, right. you know, with the athletic program at Southern Miss, your businesses will suffer immeasurably. Well, no question. So businesses benefit sure. by supporting the athletic department at Southern Miss. Brad, I guess you'd agree with all that, right? Yeah, we we know on game days and, and leading up to game days, we want to see the town, uh, the city of Hattiesburg, and the and the rest of the areas painted in black and gold as well. So when you marquee signs, putting up something about. Uh, promoting Southern Miss as well. Wear black and gold on, on your game days. You know, that's another thing that you were talking about with the business packages. You know, you can use those tickets just not only in to strengthen your existing clients and uh, build customer relationships as well. You can also reward your employees, the, the ones that you're that, that work with you each and every day and invite those guys out to a game. So there, there's several different ways that you can utilize the tickets. You can also donate them to charity and, and give some other uh, people an opportunity to come out as well. But we look forward to everybody coming out to the games this year and pack the rock, and we'll see everybody tonight at 6 o'clock when baseball hosts Troy well. All right, Brad, thanks for your time, man. We appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Brad Smith, everybody, Associate Athletic Director at the University of Southern Mississippi. We'll talk about the Conference USA baseball slate, and there are a lot of games taking place tonight when we come back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. want to thank uh, Brad Smith for joining us. Also, Wendy Ho. Great show. Enjoyed our conversations with uh, both of those good folks today. This segment sponsored by Gulfport Home Center, obviously down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, a big uh, manufactured home dealer. Uh, they can fix you up uh, with any type of manufactured home that you're seeking. You can check out their website or visit them in, Bel- or in Gulfport, Gulfport Home Center, and we thank them very much for their support of the Eagle Hour. All right, Kelly, I was a little surprised to see that almost everybody, well, I guess everybody in 
Conference USA is playing tonight. I thought late in the year they kind of backed off those midweek. Last chance to rev up, though, prior to the tournament and kind of work out whatever kinks. And maybe if the guys have been injured, you know, how are they feeling? Get back into the lineup. Um, So it's a perfect time. Uh, Tournament actually starts one week from tomorrow uh, at MGM Park. But tonight, uh, Charleston Southern is playing at Charlotte. Old Dominion is at VMI. Marshall is at Ohio University. Florida International is at Stetson. Central Florida at Florida Atlantic. That should be a pretty good matchup. Western Kentucky is at Austin P. UAB is at Jacksonville State. Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State. That You know, Mississippi State, I may be wrong, but I don't think I am, has not lost a midweek game all year. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> they're okay. They're pretty good. <laughs> Middle Tennessee has their hands full. They're at Vanderbilt. They're also pretty good. Houston is at Rice. And, of course, Troy is at Southern Miss at 6 o'clock. Now, you said Middle Tennessee's playing at Vanderbilt and that they've got their hands full, so are they taking the ACT? Is that? <laughs> I think they're going to lose either way. I think they'd, I think yeah. they'd lose at the ACT oh, for or sure. the baseball yeah. field, probably. Yeah. For sure. Probably either way. Louisiana Tech at Mississippi State, kind of interesting. Could So does Mississippi State, you think, feel pressure knowing this is the last midweek game? It's quite an accomplishment not to lose a midweek game all year. I don't even really think they think about it. I mean, somebody in the in the SID department probably has noted it, mm-hmm. you know, to them. But they're they're all about uh, all the, the thing that that jumps out at you about this is is none of them are conference games. Right. Right now they're close in proximity. I mean, you got um, uh, Jacksonville State and UAB are you know just a stone's throw from each other. Right. Really, uh, Old Dominion playing VMI where Dick Vogel right at uh, William right. Carey went to went to VMI. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Stetson, the Hatters. Mm-hmm. Taking on FIU, so everybody's stepping out of conference today to kind of uh, kind of get everything ready to go. Don't forget now that that there is still a conference weekend coming up yeah. for all of these Starting teams. Thursday, Thursday yeah. night, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, all Conference USA teams will be playing. That of course gives them an extra day to rest up, and for most to travel. Uh, I, I would think they would get to Biloxi Monday probably because you got to practice. I would think Tuesday on the field that you're going to play. Everybody right? will have assigned, you know, times, and it looks like, you know, fingers crossed the way things have been that the weather's going to cooperate, and it should be Shh. downright pleasant. Shh. You know, I know it, we don't want to push it, but uh, be careful, be uh, very careful. I sure hope. And that. actually, the Eagle Hour, you, we're going to be there two two days next Wednesday week. Wednesday and Thursday, two hours Wednesday, and then our regular hour Thursday. So we're uh, be announcing our lineup here very soon. First Bank, uh, thanks to them for making it possible for us to go down there. So I guess that means we've got to put Reggie Collier on at least one day, right? But, and let me get this straight. You guys are going to be right across the street, walking distance from the Beau Rivage. Actually staying there Wednesday night. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, this, <laughs> Bob, how the, the things that you do just to bring quality to the program, that you would sacrifice There's no that. limit. There's really no limit. Man, that is dedication. There's really no limit. You see, I'd be willing to start <laughs> sacrificing some stuff. And, like I, that, you know, I'm, I'm going to represent the show at all the buffets. I mean... Somebody has to do it. I got to wear an Eagle Hour T-shirt there at the buffet, <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to be in Indianapolis, so yeah. I can't represent the buffets. You go there every year, don't you, to the Indy 500? This will be my 43rd year. Wow, really? And and you're you're no sports guy. I'm telling you, the Indianapolis 500 mile race, which it, it, a fact is that it is the largest single day sporting event in the world. Really, 650 thousand people on the grounds at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, largest single sporting event in the world. And as a sports guy, I've covered the Super Bowl, the World Series, all those sort of things. You have too. Mm-hmm. But until you've ever 
been to the Indianapolis. There is nothing that compares to the Indianapolis 500-mile race in person. It is spectacular. Yeah, I mean, you've told me that, and I, and I believe you. You don't really get the essence of it watching it on television, do you? No, you, you really don't. The, the place is so big. All right, first of all, anybody that goes there for the first time, you'll walk them inside the track and they'll go, now, where are our seats? I say, you can't see them. Mm-hmm. All right, they're, they're so far <laughs> down. And, and to put it into perspective as best you can, that's a two-and-a-half-mile oval in Indianapolis, and they do a lap in 38 seconds. Two and a half miles in 38 seconds. That's getting it, buddy. Yeah, that's getting it. And when you see 33 people on the track going that speed at the same time, and it's so big, the track is so big that part of a golf course is in the middle of the track. Really? But obviously, they're not playing during the race. No, no, they're I'm not. Just saying, if I hit my ball there, I'm dropping it somewhere else. Yeah, I'm exactly, not walking right. But it's uh, it's it's really something. Yeah, and right. everybody that I take from Hattiesburg will come back and say I had I had no idea. All right, here's yeah. an uninformed question: Those are faster cars than NASCARs? Yes, they are. Although the NASCARs do also run there in the Brickyard 400, but not near the speeds. Some of the Indy cars will get going 240 down the straightaways. Really? And NASCAR will tap out. Probably 198. Is that all? Well, I mean, that's still yeah, obviously a you know, pretty good clip. So 240 miles an hour, there are 33 cars. On the straightaway, yeah. That's insane, right? <laughs> it really is, yeah. All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. David Crane from uh, UAB is going to be on the show with us tomorrow. We'll look forward to that. John Stewart scheduled to join us Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow at 1. Until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Into the future I wanna fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.